Welcome back to Miserable and Reckless, bringing you unfiltered opinions on sports, music, culture, and all things to South. I'm Logan sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And in the link of this description of this podcast, there is a link that says, click here to leave us a voicemail. Have us any questions, any comments, anything you just want to say to us. That's the place to do it. Check out the website, miserable-reckless.com for blog content and merch. We have the brand new dad t-shirt. No vacations, just trips. It's available. They're coming off the shelves like hotcakes. So get yours for they're all sold out. Miserable-reckless.com slash shop. All right, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Dustin, kick it off. Uh, I only got a couple of things. Uh, this one could be a bit conversational if you want, because I think some of you will share in the excitement. So first one's a good ACC-related. Valley sports is no more. I know it's been complained about on this podcast before. Um, and what that means is uh, that regional, whatever they were on the internet network, uh, <laughs> it doesn't have the rights to ACC football or basketball games anymore. Um, those rights were pretty quickly picked up by the CW, which <laughs> you can make you can make jokes about that, but there that's available everywhere. Uh, for people who want to watch their games, you could have an antenna and watch the games. It's a broadcast network. It's included in almost every cable or streaming package. If you want to watch the thirteen football games and whatever the rest of the men's and women's basketball games, I don't think baseball was in there. Maybe it was then they're available. And I think that's great because you shouldn't have to have 85 streaming services to watch the things that you want to watch. Um, and this is a good change uh, for us to be able to see our teams if they're in it. And it, I don't ever recall it impacting me wanting to watch a game, but I know Logan in particular, it has been a pain for you when you want to yep. watch game. So. Valley's no more. CW uh, maybe isn't the the worldwide leader in sports, but it is available, and I think that's very positive. That's pretty awesome, um, man. So, so is it up next after Gilmore Girls? It's uh, Virginia Tech <laughs> ACC <football>. Sunday Night Hoops. <laughs> As a Wilmington man, I'm proud of the fact that I'll be able to watch reruns of Dawson's Creek and One Tree Hill, followed by UNCW playing UNC. That's great. That's I actually would be very happy with that. That would be great. Um, what I, I related good to this. Um, I was, uh, so the question is like, you know, it, it doesn't do anything revenue wise, but I was just curious about the, the contract of it and the contract for this, this like basically sub basically what happens is Raycom owns the rights to those games and they basically like flip them and sublet it out and then make money off of it. And so that ends in 2027. Um, what I thought was interesting was uh, Hogan likes to bring up the Raleigh guys, Joe Ovi's as one of them uh, from time to time. He said that it's his understanding those rights uh, when they do come available and they can kind of put it out and make money off of them, actually make real money off of them. 
um, would would push the TV revenue up to about the six hundred million dollar range for the conference um, annually. So you're at like two something, two forty, I think, is what I I remember it being. That's how much the like it could get pushed up to as a result of that. And that wasn't like pie in the sky, um, great, you know, stuff. It was, this is what we think is, is achievable based off of people he knows who have knowledge of that kind of stuff. Um, I thought that was pretty cool because his point was, it's not going to be big 10 or sec money, but it's gonna be well ahead of the other two conferences. And it'll really, it'll put you solidly in third place. Uh, when you can put those out to market essentially. Um, so that's another positive that goes along with the fact that Valley is no more and you don't have to download a, an app and spend $20 to watch one football game. So, uh, two goods all wrapped in one there in the TV world for ACC sports. Uh, one other, my last one is just kind of an interesting, uh, there's an article. Let's see if I, I had it up so I could tell you the name of it. Uh, right. So apparently Randy Johnson, since he's retired uh, many years ago, uh, his passion in life for a long time has been photography. And he's mm-hmm. actually like made like a career out of it. Essentially he's done sports, but other things. And there's a pretty good article about it in uh, the U S sun. And it was, I, I was an MLB legend and pitched a perfect game, but I quit to take up a job I love even more. And it kind of him walking through his love of photography. It was, it was just an interesting side of the man I've never heard before. Um, I actually got to see him throw a no hitter in the rain um, oh, many wow. years ago. Um, I, me and my buddy uh, James sat through that for just for the pure fact of like, we wanted to see it happen. Um, that was really cool, but never knew until pretty recently that he was a man who loved photography. So check that out. If you want to see a different side of the big unit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I remember seeing a while back, there's a picture of him at a NFL game doing uh, photography for a football game. Yep. I saw that in the article I referenced, which I thought was pretty interesting. He's hard to miss. Oh Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Morgan, good, the bad, and the ugly. All right. I got a good, great, and awesome. So usually or normally this this good would be my awesome, but I had some other great things happen um, this past week as well. So um, this has been bumped down to my good, but it's still, you know, a big thing. But today, 31 owners voted unanimously that Dan Snyder is no longer the owner of the Redskins. It's official. It's a handshake done, pen to paper, everything. For anyone who's like, I'll be out when the ink dries, I'll believe it when I see it. Like, well, you can believe it and you see it now. It's all done. People on the streets hollering, hooting. It's it's over. The nightmare is officially done. It is over. You know, we could we could we could lose every game this season, and I bet you that stadium's going to be sold out just for the sheer fact of every fan sticking the middle finger up at Dan Snyder. I it's, I will say 
I was I meant to t- text you this today, Morgan. All the local radio stations have been. It didn't matter what they are: classic rock station, yeah. country station, the political station. Oh yeah, they all have talk, been talking about how happy they all are. And oh. one of them, one of the guys was like, "We should have a poll. Um, who's who's uh, more hated, Dan Snyder or OJ?" And he's like, "I'm pretty sure I know who'd win that one." <laughs> Morgan, if you were listening today, you know that even the Dan Patrick show guys, which is a national audience, yeah. Hey, Redskins fans have waited for 30 years. Yeah, 23. To have a great day. And that day is today. So exactly. (laughs) Even the Rich Eisen show was talking about it. The uh was it the Danny and Grant show? Apparently, um Josh Harris called into it and said that uh Everyone who's at the celebration or something, he's going to buy them a beer or a seltzer. Wait, just to party, a party with them. Really? Yeah, That's like that. He cool. knows how because he, he apparently he grew up a big Redskins fan, so he knows how excited that they are that Dan Snyder's no longer the owner, and that I guess he is now. But <laughs> but it's just it's amazing that it's official. It just it. I kept updating my screen at work every every so often, like, did they vote yet? Did they vote yet? <laughs> and then, of course, then I saw something on Twitter. It's like uh, a source said that the the vote was already already went through, and that they're just, I guess, waiting to announce it. But then, as of course, as I left work, yet you know, social media went went haywire, berserk with all the announcements of it being done. And then, as soon as that was all over, the the uh, Who's the the reporter who did the investigation? Uh, White, I think was her name. As she released all the findings that she had found on Dan Snyder, and within seconds they issued a sixty million dollar fine on his ass. And that's just probably the beginning of what's coming his way. Because I'm sure there's a lot of vendors that he owes money to. Not to mention all the lawsuits he's about about to get, because he is no longer protected by the NFL. Well, so he's he's about to get lit up. I thought it was interesting that he didn't cooperate with the other billionaire owners in the NFL to tell them how much money he had screwed them out of. I thought that, that was fascinating. I was like, so so you can't be pinned to the carpet on this one, but maybe don't piss off like i don't know 30 billionaires cuz they probably yeah have- well when you when you have an nfl game and you sell tickets and then you tell your financial people to key it in as a concert ticket so you don't share the revenue right you can piss, you can piss some people off not to mention when you're cooking the books and having two sets of books you know that's you don't have to be a genius in accounting to know that that's illegal well i just i thought it was fascinating that like the end game there was like oh well they can't possibly like beat us in court and it was like well i i'd say the odds of 30 billionaires um plus a very successful nonprofit, which apparently the nfl is well um, i'll leave it with this part they apparently um back right before john uh john gruden got in trouble with the email apparently from what a lot of they were reporting was that like the owners in the league and everything it was about to become brushed under the rug with dan snyder and now all his wrongdoings up until that point and then apparently once those emails leaked out 
that had information about Dan Snyder as well, that's when it just sprung forward to like, okay, you're you're gone. And rumor is that someone in his party is responsible for leaking the emails to get John Gruden in trouble. So he was almost, if that's true, he basically shot his own ass in the foot. Which is wonderful. It's the only amazing. bad thing about this is that he got $6 million. Well, I mean, we'll first take the taxes out of that. Oh, we'll see what's left over. And then once all the lawsuits are over, I'm sure he probably will be done with like, what, $2 billion probably, maybe a little bit more after all it's said and done with lawsuits and taxes and fines and penalties. I, I bet he gets a paid skates. I'll, oh, I'll he, put the money down on that right now. With, you know, he's still going to walk away with billions of dollars, but he's going to get some, he's not protected anymore. I mean, unless some of the stuff he did is on some federal levels. So, but anyway, we'll leave it at that. I don't want to, I got, you know, the other times I can talk about this. My, uh, my great, um, Brody has moved from sitting on the toilet to standing and going to the bathroom. <laughs> not and not only that, not only that, he's aiming. <laughs> I, didn't to, I, didn't in it, <laughs> I didn't have to put a Dallas Cowboys, you know, sticker or New York Yankees <laughs> sticker in the bottom of the toilet for him to aim. He just went on his own and doing pretty damn good of it. So I'm happy for my little man on that one. And my awesome is that Bridget went not once but twice on the potty this week. Nice. So we are, I can see the, the, the finish line. It's, it's in the distance, but I can see it being so close to no diapers. And if she's as quick as Brody, pull-ups will be short-lived. Because he's, awesome. he's not even four years old and he's rocking underwear. I mean, he hadn't had a pull-up on in almost a year. One less thing to bring on your trip. Yes. Yes. More room, more room for more room for toys on the trip. So and that is my good, great, and awesome. All right, Ryan, good, the bad, and the ugly. All right. So it's been a couple of weeks since we last recorded. Um, so kind of spans two weeks, right? Currently, as we're recording, uh, the Open is going on. That's a golf tournament. It's the British Open. You may have heard of it um, in the past. It's at Royal Liverpool. This is a tournament last year where um, everybody was chasing Roy uh, McElroy up to the 18th hole, and and it was kind of a, a scene and everything else. Um, if you're a Beatles fan or uh, you know know anything about uh, the way Liverpool Liverpool history works. This is where they cross the road and the crosswalk and everything else like that. Obviously, they have a soccer slash football, depending on which continent you're on, um, team there that's well known. But long story short, um, that's going on this weekend. So that's good. Um, that'll lead into my ugly later uh, because thank goodness we have golf to watch. Um, we'll get to that in a second. However, a couple weeks ago, it may have been last weekend. I was searching around for stuff to watch because, again, not a whole lot this time of year. Could explain why we've taken a little bit of time off from doing this podcast. And uh, I know we're gearing up for football and everything else. But 
as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, um, I, I have a connection with Pinehurst in the past, and I, I saw something that was at Pinehurst that I thought was rather interesting. I don't believe I shared it with you guys. I just enjoyed watching it on my own. Um, they had something on a couple of weeks ago. It was the second year that they've ever had this. It's referred to as the U.S. Adaptive Open. It's the second year that it's happened at Pinehurst. This is the most touching thing I've seen on TV in a very long time. Um, it's basically the U.S. Open for anyone that has a special need. And that could be an amputee. It could be someone with vision problems. It could be someone with hearing problems. It could be, um, we're talking vets. We're talking people that were just born uh, this way. They all go out and they play golf. It was the most, uh, as a competitive person, a really, really competitive person myself, it was a really fascinating, really interesting thing to see. These people um, understand to a certain extent, they're all categorized together um, in in a variety of different ways to uh, be able to compete as evenly as possible. Um, so if you have lost a leg, you would compete against other people that have lost a leg because you guys would all be, quote, in the same boat when it comes to trying to compete at golf. If you were blind, you would compete against other blind people. Um, but if you can imagine uh, just basically trying to make a cup of coffee in the morning while being blind let alone playing an 18-hole golf course, which happens to be where the U.S. Open literally will be held next year. I mean, these are this is not a, um, a muni, so to speak. This is a real golf course. And these people were out. And I'd like to point out, without going into too much further, um, the woman who won the U.S. Adaptive Open, she won it last year, too. It was also at Pinehurst last year, the first year. So she's now won two years in a row. If if I understand the way that these were all categorized, this, these categories or, or winners or whatever were all categorized correctly, she's blind. So she's shooting like a, a, a great score two years in a row at the same course, and she's completely blind. She's from Hawaii. Of course, you're getting a ton of pieces. If, if anyone's ever watched the Olympics, you know that uh, we get the human interest pieces about like, she had uh, this woman had sight uh, for a period of time when she was younger and she lost it, which is even more tragic than just being born without sight, because now you know what you've lost. Um, she had to go through a period of, 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 of learning to come to grips with that, as opposed to, you know, basically, you're not, uh, I don't want to say you give up hope, but you basically go through all the medical procedures of learning that, that maybe or maybe not. And then it's, the answer is maybe not. And, and how do you go through that process? It was, it was just, it was the most uplifting, fascinating thing for me to watch. And on top of that, if you realize that people aren't, they're competing, but they're not competing in a demonizing my opponent, whether that's in politics or sports or anything else, there's no, the other team sucks. It's, I'm so happy to be out here and I'm so happy to be out here with other people that are going through the same struggles as me that like, if somebody else gets a shot, that's like within three inches of my ball and they tell us like, you know, it's within three inches of your ball because I'm blind and I can't see. I like, look, I search that person out to high five them because I can't believe we're doing so awesome. Right. Like, so it was just so I, for whatever it's worth, I'm, I'm probably said too much about it, but I just, I think I thought it was awesome. And I will absolutely, uh, now that I know what it is, I will, I will try to remember to pay attention to that, uh, to that next year. Um, so you see that come on your uh, screen or if you read about it or uh, um, check it out it's 
anytime I can see somebody that is um, way more skilled than I am in any sport and anybody I can, anytime I can see somebody that has way more joy. Uh, our name of our podcast is miserable and reckless, not, not joyous and blind. <laughs> so anytime I can see somebody that has joy when they conceivably shouldn't um, do it, going out and doing something is awesome. Now for my bad, uh, we did a little thing a couple couple years ago about minor league baseball. I have two very bad, quick minor league baseball updates for you that are both bad. First of all, the Savannah Bananas. Uh, <laughs> they have instituted some crazy rules. So as Dustin said, maybe this is conversational. There was a couple weeks ago a foul out. And if you hit a foul in a Savannah Bananas baseball game in their stadium, they're essentially the Harlem Globetrotters, for those that don't know. They're uh, they're like kind of a show league kind of thing where, you you know, baseball's on display. It's ba- they're basically the live golf of minor league baseball. <laughs> so they have loud music and shorts, right? So uh, long story short, um, if you hit a foul ball in a Savannah Ban- uh, Bananas game, uh, that counts as an out. However, you could end a game then, um, including if the bases are loaded when you're down a run, by hitting a foul ball and a fan catching it. The important thing here is a fan doesn't have to be a Bananas fan. A fan has to catch the ball. So my my question for you is, for you guys, is I know how I feel. Is this a fair way to end a game? And is this a fair way to uh, help America's apparent, apparent attention problem with baseball? Considering that it's not real baseball and it's it's WWE, I'm okay, okay with it. Okay. Are you, are you saying any fan at any point the game ends, or does it have, or do you have to have like? It, it's just an out, outs. I believe. Yeah. You catch a foul ball, it's one out, but it could yeah. be the third, uh, it could be the first out. Oh, I don't care. Whatever. They, that's their thing, right? Like. Yeah. I've I've seen several people with their shirts on in the past like month, and I'm just like, man, this is really like a thing <laughs> for people. So they don't go there to watch minor league. So minor league baseball is one thing that like you go to experience, and you, it's a it's a fun experience if you go to the right places. MLB is another thing. They're they're what you said. They're showmen, yeah. and I think that that. That rule makes sense for them. If uh, you could do that at the Braves or the Orioles game, then I think that might be. Yeah. (laughs) People are already offended by putting a runner on second. Morgan, not real baseball. You got a thought before I move on or should I move on? I'll just move on. You you know me. I can't. I canceled it. So. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't uncancel things. All right. So uh, we, also had, <laughs> we also had the home run derby in the all-star game. It was in Seattle. Obviously, uh, Matt Finger Jr. Uh, my whole, uh, my whole childhood was basically spent uh perfect segue to Randy Johnson, right? Also part of those Mariners teams from back in the day. But uh, my whole job was, was basically spent surrounding um, Will Kangerfee Jr. beat the Yankees. Um, spoiler alert, that did not happen, uh, at least not in the postseason. But, however, the story of Dick Poppy being on the Mariners minor league team and competing against uh, A-Rod and Kangerfee did come up. 
um, in the last week, which of course means that he was on the Wisconsin Timber Timber Rattlers. Um, now, why does this matter? Well, recently in the last week, because they were in the news, or in the last two weeks, because they were in the news, they also decided to, I guess, maybe take advantage. I'm not sure if this is the exact chain of command here, but they decided to take advantage of this by changing their uh, minor league baseball team uniforms. Um, they were for a game, the Wisconsin, and I'm not making this up, Utter Tuggers. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Complete with overalls and uh, and cow spots on the uniform and the whole thing. So you have a uniform that is a baseball uniform that has pants that look like overalls and then a separate shirt where it's cut out and it looks like overalls on the on the shirt. So the Wisconsin Utter Tuggers. So that's pretty <laughs> terrible. No country. It's, it's probably better than the Wisconsin cheese curds. True. So. <laughs> and then speaking of terrible decisions in sports, and this is very simple. There's nothing on TV. Uh, thank goodness for golf. And what I mean when I say nothing on TV is that includes the Women's World Cup. Here's why. The only reason I'm now watching the Women's World Cup is for one reason only, and it is strictly because of a commercial that I saw on uh, the recent where you have the entire world conspiring on how could they possibly beat the American team. Anytime you have a jingoistic ass commercial that is this aggressive about how wonderful we are, this is the equivalent of saying like only a great white shark could take down Michael Phelps. Okay, well, you have now absolutely tuned the entire world, including half of America, into watching just basically to see when they get upset at this point in time. Because anytime you were basically pointing out in a commercial that they are the, there's no possible way, including robots and spying. They have like a little Belichick drone that shows up and records their practice and they find all the different ways. And you can imagine all of the different players. And I don't have to point out exactly which ones were featured and exactly which ones weren't. But um, all I'm going to say is anytime you go out of your way to, point out the fact that you are going to go undefeated and no one can take you out and literally they get the players in the commercial breaking the fourth wall if you get the way i'm saying this and winking at the camera like yeah we know what's going on here we're we're in on the joke and we're the best you almost have my undivided attention to watch you lose so normally i don't go anti-american but i'm gonna say you know what it's a pretty bad look guys it's a pretty bad look so uh, that's my ugly of the week. The ugly Americans, a.k.a. the uh, the American women's soccer team that apparently thinks their shit doesn't stink. Or well, soccer's not American, so ipso facto. <laughs> and for the record, I would like to go on record and say I'm wearing a Carolina hat and I'm well aware of my North Carolina women's soccer pedigree that I'm still saying that with, which is that you should at least Fucking respect the tournament that you're walking into. But whatever. <laughs> All right, so that leaves me. Got two quick things. Uh, first, this week on Tailgate Season, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we kicked off our week-by-week uh, week breakdown um, of each ACC team. Uh, this week, we started with 
none other than Boston College. We had a, a guest on from Massachusetts, uh, a guy who is a, the one BC super fan that, that exists out there on the internet. Um, his name is Dan. He, uh, he, he's known on Twitter as at Halfley's Troops. He, his one claim to fame back in the day was having a viral moment on the Brandon Walker show on Barstool by uh, going ham and telling him how BC's getting disrespect and how Zay Flowers and, and Phil were going to lead him to an ACC championship that season. And that, that clip went pretty viral just because it was so over the top. Uh, he was a funny guy to talk to. But uh, check that out on, on tailgate season. We started with BC and Halfley's Troops. All right, then the other one is next week um, going to uh, – for a bachelor party going on in the West by God, Virginia. Uh, we're going to the middle of nowhere, West Virginia, to go ride side by sides and float the river. <laughs> so it's the most West Virginia kind of thing you, you I can think of. You going to go hang out with the one, wonderful whites of West Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I've never I'm, been to West I'm Virginia. The, I'm the prettiest one in my family. <laughs> now this one is just barely over the border from like regular Virginia. So I'm I'm thinking it's probably not deep into the heart of like West Virginia, West Virginia. But either way, safer. that's where we'll be. <laughs> but it, it'll be fun. Um, it's one of my buddies getting married in September, and so we're late September. So we're we're going there for his. His bachelor party. Get to check off another state that I'd honestly never thought I probably would ever go to this side of a West Virginia Mountaineers game. Didn't I didn't have going side by side and ATV riding in West Virginia on my bingo card, but nevertheless, here I am. So those are my uh my my two goods for the week. What are you gonna do with the other three days you're there? <laughs> that well, that was kind of the joke that I made. Like, this is a very cheap trip, right? Like it's very affordable. So I appreciated that. But at the same time, I was like, we're making a trip out of something that's like a day thing to do. So I don't know what we're going to do for the, the, uh, I, I don't know if we're doing that every day. I, there hasn't really been a lot of communication or, or, uh, just any type of planning for this. So your guess is as good as mine. That's, I think Morgan could agree. That's par for the course for West Virginia. No communication, no plan. <laughs> No, no, and the, and, the, and the smell of chemicals in every direction. <laughs> you guys could recycle a bunch of cans if you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess, but I don't know <laughs> if that sounds like it'd be too fun. That was um, yeah, I'm sure. Just like everywhere, there's some pretty spots in West Virginia. <laughs> Are you guys gonna be there near the New River? I have no, honestly, I, I just, I found out today it's a little town called Wilch. They have a Walgreens, a KFC, and a, and a McDonald's. That's about all all there is that I could find. Well, at least you'll have a chicken sandwich. That's true. I'm, I'm the spicy I'm chicken sandwich at McDonald's. Right now. <laughs> all right, well, throw it over to Ryan uh, for the next segment. Sure. So, look. Uh, we're not going to try and sugarcoat this too much. Um, short of uh, interviewing random celebrities that uh, went viral in Boston, there isn't so much for us to uh, to talk about all the time, right? Because there just isn't a whole lot that's going on right now. Um, obviously, you've got SEC meetings that are going on uh, recently. You've got ACC meetings that are going on. 
understand that there are other conferences. So I can tell you that, you know, the Pac-10 had some, uh, a couple teams. I, I think they said something about SMU. I, I, there isn't a whole lot going on, right? Um, the reason I can tell you this is because uh, when I was watching ESPN earlier today, watching a professional women's lacrosse uh, tournament that happens up here in Maryland, um, they had a, a headline about Lane Kiffin saying that he thought NIL kind of sucked. That was pretty much the main headline behind uh, the Redskins getting sold. So <laughs> this is where we're at in the summertime, right? So uh, I get that we're a sports podcast. I get that we talk about things that are in the South. Well, there isn't a whole lot of sports. And quite frankly, maybe you guys are, are gearing up for an August that's going to be full of that. So in the meantime, we've obviously been taking a couple of weeks off here and there and just kind of um, allowing ourselves to breathe a little bit, right? Don't need to give you something, an, an hour of content every week all the time. But at the same time, when we're going on vacation, stuff like that, vacation is an easy topic, especially for this reason. You go on vacations as you're, as you're a kid. 50% of this podcast has gone on vacations now. Uh, with with whether it's with a guy's group or just with their wives or girlfriends or whatever. And then, like I said, 50% of this group has now come full circle and they're doing it as a family. Hence our no vacations, just trips shirt. So where I was kind of going with this is I figured I'd ask you guys a couple questions. And then, of course, this all leads up to the fact that what America may not know is, once again, it is that time of year where uh, in a couple of weeks we'll the four of us will be gathering 15 or so other guys that we see almost every year. The, the 12 disciples or the 15 disciples, if you want to call it that, without being sacrilegious, kind of interchange. But for the most part, you got 15 or 20 guys that all gather together. and We get to do our, our uh, four-day guys trip kind of thing that, that's been pretty much uh, a, a, a sacred thing now for 20 years. So we're definitely in vacation season. So let's kind of dive into it. I got a couple of questions. Hopefully there uh, we can kind of get through them, but I'd be curious to see what you guys say. So do it. All yeah. right. Roll it. Dads, let's start with you guys. So I think Logan had to, speaking of vacation, Logan needs a vacation because I think he's on the phone with somebody right now from work. <laughs> so <laughs> all right. Dustin, Morgan, jump in whenever you want. Best family vacation as a kid or an adult. So that could be with your family or that could be with your, well, they're all, they're all your family, but you just added to it. So what say that again, best family vacation, either with your parents or as a parent, as a kid or as an adult and why. So Myrtle beach. Every, every, every year since I was a little, you know, infant up until my 18th birthday, we, uh, as a family, every, uh, early August, we went to Myrtle beach for a week. It was usually right after my dad got done with, um, back season. And then also had to deal with, uh, all the, his lovely customers that he had to do late, uh, late filings for and, and whatnot. But, um, I always went for a week to Myrtle Beach and just loved it. Water slides, putt-putt, ice cream, sitting on the beach all day, um, barefoot landing, you know, 
I was I was a blast. Yeah, I mean, likewise me, Carolina Beach growing up was our thing. So we went every year, uh, which I've come to learn in my adult years, not everyone did that. Um, we went every year, um, at least for a week. And we, I mean, it was Boardwalk, Brits Donuts, you know, the beach, uh, going down to Fort Fisher, um, riding over to Wilmington and spending some time. The reason I went to UNCW is because we went to Carolina Beach um, every year. And I remember at some point in my teenage years being like, oh, wow, they have a college here. Maybe I should apply there. And that was basically the extent of my like thought process of going to school and look how wonderful that worked out. So, uh, absolutely. I, I don't know if there's a particular year. Um, oh, I, no. I was, yeah. yeah. Like I, just th- those trips were the best. And that's the recent trip of our family going down there. My meaning me and my wife and my daughter, uh, I guess is an attempt to recapture some of that nostalgia and that history. Which leads perfectly into the next question I had on here. Um, and I'll answer these at the end, but is there anything that's different for you guys now as dads? And I, I, you don't have to detail the entire list, but like, for example, Morgan, if you obviously have the ability to go to Myrtle beach with your family, Dustin, you have the ability to go to Myrtle beach with, or sorry, Carolina Beach and Myrtle <laughs> with your family, what would be, what's the one thing if we're trying to do this rapid fire that would be the most different for you from when you were a kid to like, is it cynicism? Is it the boardwalk looks a little more cheesy? Is it kids on their phones that you hate? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, obviously, every, like with everything, when you're a kid, everything looks so much much bigger and more exciting and and mysterious and then when you get older all all that that you saw as a kid is completely gone and you see it for i guess i'm saying that's right you see it for what it really is and you know you just if your kids are there with you you just hope that they are um gonna experience the same thing and at the same time you don't want to ruin it for my going yeah, no, it's it's actually pretty crappy. We're, we're leaving. No, just just let them enjoy it, and like, don't worry, I'm gonna have a beer later. This is this is cheesy as hell, but they're laughing, they're giggling, and having fun. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I when it comes to Carolina Beach, just to have sort of rose colored glasses, but I would say it, different. My the main difference, and I know Morgan would agree is the it's a it's a hell of a lot of work Mm -hmm. to go on a trip as a parent as a kid it's awesome you're like all you're doing is having fun and eating donuts and like bsing around and you're you're relaxed and like enjoying yourself i'm not saying you don't enjoy yourself as a parent you do but it's a it's a lot of work i am still tired from our trip oh yeah like and I'm it's, just like it's it's even more work when the kid listens worth a damn. Yeah. And you know, you do a lot because you're trying to what you're attempting to accomplish is you want your kid to have those uh 
memories and look back and be like, man, we had some awesome trips to Myrtle Beach and Carolina Beach when we were kids. Like, you know, and you and you do get some fun stuff. Like, I just this was the first year that M was like, I'm going in the ocean. Like, past couple years, she would like put her toe in and like run away. And so mm-hmm. you get to do the like this year she was out in it floating and swimming around and not wanting you to hold on to her stuff like that. So the, you get the good stuff, but yeah, man, it's a lot of work. <laughs> you basically come back and you just want to curl up in a ball and sleep for three days. All right. So I told you guys I would answer. Uh, my best family vacation as a kid was probably uh, obviously me for anyone that doesn't know me, Morgan and Dustin all went to UNCW, uh, which is a very clearly a school that's at the beach. Um, as a kid, my favorite vacation was probably, and it was actually going to visit my grandparents. My grandparents lived in Bethany Beach, which is in Delaware. Um, it's also a beach trip. I, I, I won't say that we had a specific weekend that we went or a specific week that we went, but I appreciated when we got to go without letting you. Uh, into too much of our family dynamic. I appreciated when we got to go to the beach because my family is, um, I think I've joked in the past that, that when I watched like the Royals documentaries about like Prince Harry or whatever, that like my family is very formal and we got a chance to, uh, and I don't think they need to be, but um, they got a chance to, we, we, the kids, got a chance to just, in my opinion, be normal. Like we could have like potato chips like this is like normal shit <laughs> that I feel like normal kids got a chance to do. So like, or we could, you know, go to the beach and we could see like what other kids did. And they were like, you know, building sandcastles and we were allowed to actually play with the other kids and like interact with them, like the, the beach itself. And I, I will admit that we spent a lot of time at the outlets too. Um, so I don't know what sort of formative effect that had on us all as children. But uh, I, I appreciated the opportunity to go to the beach. However, my favorite vacation and the first one that I wrote down, and perhaps this is a uh, when, when I said, what is different now? I don't have children. But what is different now between when I was a kid and when I was an adult? Uh, this is a while ago at this point, but my family, uh, minus my sister, um, had the opportunity with my mom and dad. Uh, so that's me and my brother and my mom and dad and my brother was was in the Navy at the time. So this was a little bit special uh, to go to another beach. Now, I went on my parents' dime. Um, I was in college. I was broke. But we went to Hawaii and the four of us went together. And again, I repeat, my brother was in the Navy and I was broke uh, because I was still trying to make it in, in college and down in, in, in Wilmington. And I took all the... Uh, Appropriate flights out at 435 in the morning because that's when the points were the appropriate, you know, level and everything else. But long story short, we went to another beach and we all got to kind of relax and let our hair down there. And while I appreciate that my parents uh, helped the two of us out by picking that up for us. And I will I I wish that my sister could have been there with us. It just wasn't the, the situation at the time. And that was definitely a uh a um a a vacation that was important to me and a vacation that I remember and we also went to go during Christmas time so that was actually a a very unique experience for the for the four of the five of us to experience Christmas together 
So that's my, uh, I guess all three of us have uh, beach vacations and Logan's uh, still in need of a vacation. So we're going to move to the next, um, we're going to move to the next question. <laughs> what? The best part is Thanks. for those. Maybe, maybe a little insight into why we all went to school at the beach. Yeah. And for those that can't see, we, uh, we can all see that Logan's still on the phone. <laughs> On video, <laughs> I think uh, I think Logan was saying that his favorite vacation place is St. Louis. <laughs> well, well, he, I he think, enjoys lines and um, very aggressive and, police officers, and you know, security officers that stand at elevators and um, <laughs> um, very very petty ones and horrible breweries. <laughs> Maybe, maybe the maybe the three of us should just host this podcast because you, Morgan, led perfectly into my next question, which was was we all know where Logan's next place is. It's obviously St. Louis, but where is a place that you want to visit, or you can pick two answers if you want, or go back to, or never go, or never go back to. <laughs> <laughs> So what is a what is a place that you want to visit? And by the way, I split this up just so you guys know. I said with I don't have kids, but if, if I was going to go somewhere with like my nieces or nephews, I picked a place for that. And then uh, which is a place I've already been. And then I said with either the wife or or like a guy's trip. So I can go first if you guys want, but a place I would absolutely want to go visit is Maine. I've never been. Um, well, I've been to parts of it, but I haven't, I don't feel like I've done Maine. And then a place I'd absolutely go back to is Miami. Uh, I really liked Miami. And I've been multiple times and I think Miami is actually kind of fun. I, I prefer the South beach aspect, but I've been in, um, but I've been in other parts of, 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 of Miami and I really appreciated it. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I hear you Scarface. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna apologize. Two, <laughs> I like my two places couldn't be more opposite. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Maine is a place I just go from drug drugs and crimes to hippies and mountains. <laughs> in case I guys, actually in case I actually guys, think uh, I would really enjoy a, a coastal Maine visit. Yeah. Um I I, I, I don't <laughs> go ahead. when am I gonna do it? <laughs> Probably when I'm 70. <laughs> I, we actually almost went to the uh, shows um, the Arca Arcadia National Park. Arcadia, yeah. Yeah, we almost it's chose that as our, as our destination for our honeymoon. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were almost going to go there, and then we just decided to uh, flip it and go to um, Bermuda, which... Um, as my, if I had a place to go back to visit again, would be I would definitely go back to Bermuda again. But if if money is no object, a place I would love to go to, um, and this is definitely only and only if money was no object, uh, Bora Bora. But once again, um, money would not have money would not have to be an issue because uh, currently that's never happening. It's a long plane. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's like at least 24 to 36 hours of flying and staying overnight just to get to where you're going. Yeah. 
Trust me, I, I, I did actually look at that at one point a couple of years while back and uh, saw what it would take. And you end up, like, I think your last leg is on a damn puddle jumper. Mm-hmm. Or a boat. Yes, a boat or a puddle jumper. And uh, I told Crystal that. And she was like, eh. I was like you're going to be, you have to be one, uh, quite a few pain, pain pills in deep to uh, fight right on that. <laughs> some volume, some some whatever you want to take, whatever and people I, are taking. I'd be reaching in the bag for them too in that scenario. <laughs> be like on a damn airplane from like Temple of the Doom, and you just sit in the back of a bunch of chicken coops and hope that you don't have to use a parachute. And it's <laughs> and it's a boat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, not a boat on like a river or like in the Chesapeake Bay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then and a yeah. certain other person mentioned the Maldives one time. I was like, well, you do know what is north of the Maldives, right? And in a certain area that they're located in, they have certain rules and laws down there that um, you can get in trouble with real quick. So I told her, like, we're never going there. You killed, you killed the next question. You did great. As in, like, you killed it, like, on the challenge. You did a great job. <laughs> I'm just setting you up for each one. Yeah, I would. I I can for sure answer to go back. I'd like to go back to Destin, Florida. Beautiful area, beaches and area are wonderful. We oh yeah, and I Jenny and I had a great trip there. People we were in Carolina Beach with uh, have gone there recently, and they loved it as well. Um, So. That area is great. Um, I would definitely go back there. Somewhere to go? Eh, I don't know. Like, I'm not Mr. Travel. Um, I would like to do... I was supposed to go to San Diego a couple years ago. COVID, like, ruined that. We were going to opening day at the Padres Park. We were going to do some other stuff around town. Like, we had a whole thing, like, planned. And like it all got canceled. So I guess if I had to pick somewhere, like what do you want to do? I would I would love to do that. Like recreate that. That would be fun. All right. So that leads to so I said Maine is where I'd want to go that I haven't really explored or haven't really been. And then I said Miami is someplace that I'd go back to. So I would so I kind of split it out, right? I you guys both have kids. Is there a place that you guys would, I have nieces, right? So I'm, I'm just leading you guys along. I think it would be cool to take my nephew and my nieces if they want to. Uh, I'm totally fine with that. I think it would be cool to take them to like Wrigley or to take them to like Fenway, right? Like I know we've gone to minor league baseball games and stuff, but it'd be cool to go to like a, a, a thing like that and watch them if they're old enough kind of understand um not that it needs to be gender specific i just you know I, it'd be cool to take my nephew to a baseball game for like 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 a real game like you know a cubs game or a, so i thought about in terms of kids my wife i'd absolutely take to me uh morgan your comment about acadia i mean that's where the sunrise rises on the east coast for the first time in america i know everybody else has the same idea but like 
I mean, look, I'll get up at 4.30 in the morning to see the sunrise for the first time. That's awesome. I get up at 4.30 in the morning half the, half the days anyways because I can't sleep. So <laughs> if I can see it, you know, in America before it gets, you know, here to Annapolis, great. But um, so that's what I do with my wife. And then I was thinking about in terms of for the guys. And Morgan, I know you've taken a nap there. So you you got there before I did. But I I kind of think on a guy's trip, I think it'd be cool to go to LA. I think it'd be cool to go to a Dodgers game. I've never been. Yeah. And I'm sure that we could find some things to do. There's a beach nearby. I know that. Um, and, uh, and, and, and so those were the things I was thinking about. So when it comes to um, my nieces or nephews, maybe like a sporting event, that's kind of, a, it doesn't have to be Wrigley, but it could just, I can tell them that's where me and your aunt went on our honeymoon. You know, like we stayed right there, you know, and take them in and stuff like that. Maybe that's weird. But uh, I could take you to the batting cages and sluggers. Uh, I would do the uh, I would do the Dodgers trip for uh, for a guy's weekend. And then what was the other one? Um, well, it doesn't matter. So uh, for you guys, I mean, we don't have to, like, differentiate. I think most of America can figure out the difference between a guy's trip and a wife trip. But is there a place that you guys would take your wife or your kids versus a guy's trip? And is, does that kind of change your your mentality of like where you might go? I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty anti wanting to fly with my kids. I'm like, yeah, I I may break that rule for, and I'll I'll give the one exception, but uh, I really don't want to fly with my I just don't want to deal with it. Seems like a hassle, and like a major hassle. And then if you get delays, like all this has been going on lately, hell no. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what's the exception? The the exception is we semi floated the idea to our kid uh, about going to Disney World, and we because it only because my wife's work is going to take her there in a couple of years. And so it kind of is a like tag on and you'd be able to just, it, there's a natural reason to do it. Yeah. So we floated, we floated the idea to her and, uh, and she thought like we were going that afternoon. And so <laughs> she, she not bet you really regret, bet you regret it. I bet you regret it. Bringing that one up. At first, yeah, and eventually <laughs> she understood. But she, when we told her, like, oh, you know, we could do this, we kind of like laid it out there. She got super excited and was screaming and was like, "We're going to Disney Plus! We're going to Disney Plus!" <laughs> and so she thought all afternoon we were going to Disney Plus because um, that's her extent of what Disney is. Um, so I, I think. I could get joy out of, I, I'm not Mr. Disney. I don't really care about going, but uh, I can get joy out of taking her to do that. If she's going to be that jacked up about it. Morgan. You go with your kids separate from your wife or, I mean, like, would you take your kids to Maine and climb that mountain at 430 in the morning? No, no, they, they'd have to be a little, <laughs> little bit older for, for that, man. Um, you know, obviously, we go to Maine or to like Montana or something to the National Glacier Park would would be a uh, just me and the wife kind of trip. Um, the kids, you know, like Dustin said, um, 
no way that flying right now. No, especially with layovers and, and canceled flights that I'm not, I'm not writing that, that bullet yet. <laughs> um, drive here and then drive to Wrigley with your kids. What's that? Would you drive up here and then drive to Wrigley with your kids or something like that? Or no, you're not doing the long trips. And yeah, you know, I don't mind long trips. Crystal's the one who's not a big road trip fan at all. Um, which is sad, I guess, because I was I've been looking forward to one day taking the kids on a long road trip, you know, like a take like a week off during the summer or something and cross country or something. I think it would be kind of fun. <laughs> Clark Burr's um, wallet over here. <laughs> hey, look, you can see the big giant ball of mud. Eddie. <laughs> Morgan really is Clark Burr because he's 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 rolling up if I've ever heard of anybody. <laughs> In St. Louis, yeah. Get out of there as quick as you can. <laughs> Just thinking about it this way, kids. This is part of America we don't get to see every day. <laughs> Roll them up. <laughs> um, yeah, Disney World will definitely be, uh, or Disneyland, whichever one it is that's on the East Coast, um, will definitely be a, uh, a thing we do one day. I know Crystal's dad and uh, and her stepmom um, have talked about taking the whole family one one year soon, probably when the kids are just a little bit older. I'm assuming probably no no earlier than you know five or six years old probably. So by a couple of years, so that'll be fun. Right. So um, I think we can all answer this question because uh, all three of us have wives. So here's here's my next question. It's relatively simple, but you can expound on it if you want. Don't get in trouble though. <laughs> what is more enjoyable for you? And you can talk about the differences or 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 how they are different if you want. But what is more enjoyable for you at this point in life? Is it a guy's trip or is it a trip with your wife and only your wife? Not kids. <sighs> We're talking about. Like we're about to go on a guy's trip together. So that's why I think it's kind of interesting. Who Who's on this guy's trip? <laughs> you, you, in, your ideal you, fill in, you fill in your own hypothetical. I will go first. Uh, I will go first if it's helpful. All right? No, I'll, I'll, I'll help. I'll go first, man. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not afraid. I'd go on a trip with my wife. Yeah. And that's not a knock against you guys. It just, uh, I mean, I'm offended. Well, I know my, my, my wife is all about just pure relaxation. Doesn't need to go do a, an itinerary and a million different damn things. If it's, if it's at the beach, she wants to just sit there at the ocean all day long and not go anywhere else. You know, so and I, I know with, with her, I'm going to get a lot of just rest and relaxation. It's not going to be go, 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 go. We got to go do this now. We got to go do that now. There's no, no antsy people, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I could see it for me. I could see it being trip dependent. Like, where are we going? 
Um, what I was thinking when you were, when you were talking earlier. So if we were going to like Hawaii, I would, that that's something that Jenny wants to do. So I would absolutely love to, I would pick that if like we had a slate of options and I would say, yeah, I would do that. Absolutely. If we were going to spring training, she would probably have fun at that, but I, I think I would be like, let's go with all the guys. So, or, you know, it, I know that really wasn't the point of the, the question. I I would say though, like right now, it would be nice to go somewhere with, with her because we don't ever do it. Like everything we do is with family stuff, right? We never yeah. do anything with just us. It, it's either like there's a dog or a child involved and everything. So for me, this is interesting because we don't have kids. We do not have a dog currently, although we did for quite a while. And I guarantee you we will very shortly in the future. Um, I will, based on what Morgan said, and just to be interesting, I will highlight the opposite. Um, I think that I would pick despite being around my wife, because we both work from home um, currently, I think that I would pick to go on a trip with my wife as opposed to picking a trip to go with the guys. And here's the one reason why. I spend, and I realized this in the last two months when we when we got a chance to go up north and we got a chance to kind of like island hop for a little bit, um, which is very unusual for me. This is a very weird period of my life to... Um, be like this but I, I i am used to having a lot going on and i'm used to being very stressed out at work and i i have not had a whole terrible lot going on and i am living in a very nice neighborhood that is very near the water and it's very relaxing and my wife has been home for the past three years and that is um pretty much since she got married to me she's been home and that is very odd because that's not the way that our relationship worked for the first seven years or whatever we were together and we were constantly going. And, and so it has been very weird for us to try our best without kids and without a dog and without a lot of obligations to relax. And I'm learning that we may not be as good as we think we are at relaxing. So we spend a lot of time and I'm putting this in quotes, America, relaxing. And what I mean by relaxing is we don't spend money and we walk in circles around our neighborhood and we try not to bother, <laughs> and we try not to bother the people that are close to us with minor concerns and trivia and things we learn throughout the day because we have the time to actually consume said trivia and things throughout the day. Whereas other people may be focused on like, my child just threw up Cheerios all over the backseat and I don't care about your sports trivia. <laughs> so I, uh, what I have learned is that when we travel, we are the opposite. So the two of us sitting on a beach would be fine for about 30 minutes. And then we would look at each other and say, well, we sit around all day trying not to spend money or do things. Why don't we do this and this and this and this and this? So the two of us egg each other on. And so for that reason, um, I know that it is good to sit and relax and whatever, but the two of us do get each other for whatever that's worth as much as I make fun of her on this podcast. So uh, I appreciate that she is definitely my person. And so when it comes to that kind of stuff, 
I appreciate it. And I get a little anxious. So Logan's point earlier when he was talking about West Virginia, if you noticed that wasn't scripted, the first thing I thought in my head was, well, what are you going to do with the other three days? <laughs> that would really make me anxious. Like we're not seriously going to get up and just drink more beers and drive ATVs for the, by the third day, I'd be really annoyed. I'd be like, come on guys. Like you move. <laughs> Like, let's at least float down a river or, like, do something a little different. Like, even if we're floating in a tube, that's a different experience of relaxation from, <laughs> from drinking a beer in a chair, okay? <laughs> so, I don't know what that says about me. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's bad or what psychological things people can uh, derive out of that. But that's why I would pick to go with my life. Um, so, all right. Logan's still not back. So we'll keep going with the uh, Wilmington only podcast. Um, Morgan, you mentioned Bermuda. Dustin, you've you've recently been to Ireland. Do you have any desire to travel out of the U.S.? Why or why not? And I'm not talking about just with kids, but you can answer if it's easier. Just answer that. No. <laughs> that's I'm, that's the answer America would expect me to give. I'm more or less in the same boat as you, but I'll qualify it later. Go ahead. Why? It, I, it's. Let me say it this way: I don't have a burning desire. I, I do. I just don't. Are there places that I would go? Yes. Would I enjoy them and have a good time? Absolutely. Um, but there's no burning desire for me to see all the little, see the beach in this place and the stone wall in that place, you know. But would I do it? Yeah. I Ireland trip was great. Like some of the places we went, I could go back to. Like it was, it was fun. I don't know if it was. Maybe it was like taking a trip without kids. And so we just truly were able to kind of do whatever we want. Or maybe it was just the place is that great. I don't know. But uh, we, we truly enjoy the trip. But is there, you know, the short version is there's no like, I'm not sitting here being like, man, I really got to go to Paris, you know, like, or whatever. Whatever it is your little heart desires. So. Yeah, I'd say um, I'm with Dustin on the boat here. I no massive desire, but I, if I am going to leave the country, the only place I'd want to go to right now is probably going to be Ireland. Just because I've been wanting to go there since I was, God knows how long I can remember. But after that, um, I'm pretty content being in staying foot in the greatest country on, on the planet. USA, USA. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> back wow. to back World War champions. <laughs> they love that shirt in Ireland, by the way. <laughs> I uh I wrote yes, but to my answer of why or why not or where would I go? Well, I've never been to Ireland. It'd be interesting to go to Ireland. I've got a buddy that's a roommate of mine. Uh, back in the day that lives in Ireland and is is very interested in 
having us come over there and check it out. And I've never been. And uh, I, the same girlfriend that I knew that was connected to Pinehurst went to Ireland, I believe, while we were dating. And I, I saw all the pictures and thought it was great. So that'd be that'd be a cool experience. Um, the other two places that stand out immediately that are definitely not uh, um, American, but they're close by, are Bermuda, and uh, which Morgan's been to, and BVI, which is the British Virgin Islands. Um, uh, there's obviously the U.S. Virgin Islands, but I, I would like to go to the British Virgin Islands because in Annapolis there's a huge sailing community, and um, and just a boating community in general, and the U.S. Virgin Islands and, and, and British Virgin Islands, I've heard ad nauseum about um, another roommate of mine that was a roommate of mine with the Irish roommate at the time in Annapolis, uh, grew up in BVI. So I, I'd be interested in kind of seeing how 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 that life works. Um, and uh, anyone that listens or has ever heard of Kenny Chesney Radio knows that Kenny Chesney's constantly, if he's not on tour, down in those islands. So I'd be kind of curious to see what the hubbub's all about. Um, that said, um, say, so, wow, that's really safe. Ireland and uh, and two islands that are as close <laughs> as possible to the U.S. Well, uh, I've spent a lot of time for whatever. I don't know if this gets me off the boat. I've spent a lot of time on flights over the past 14 years, I guess, at this point, um, in case you're wondering, I've, and you're not, I've been to Africa, Europe, Asia, and South America in the last 13 years. And well, I, I treasure those experiences. I um, don't have, to Dustin's point and to Morgan's point, a burning desire to go see the Parthenon because there is unfortunately a part of me that understands that Greece has somewhat of a crumbling economy. And so therefore I'm going to have to watch where I step because of the sidewalks. Right. Like it's just, it's not cynicism. It's just realism. Or like if I go to Brazil to see the Rio de Janeiro statue, which I've seen from afar, um, not bragging, I'm just saying it. Well, then, you know, you're also going to have to deal with the hordes of people and you're going to have to deal with Portuguese, which is, for me, a very difficult language to understand because I can kind of parse through Spanish. I'm not saying these aren't reasons to go. I'm just saying that if I had the opportunity to instead go fly fishing in Montana, which I've never done, I, I might do that instead. <laughs> it just seems a little easier. And I don't know if that makes me a soft person or whatever. I just... I feel like I've traveled the world. I feel like I've kind of set a flag down and said I've been here on a continent. And that doesn't mean that I've seen the whole thing, clearly. Because if someone came here and saw New York City, I'd tell them you certainly haven't seen America. But um, I uh, I don't know. I just, I don't have a burning desire to do that. And I don't know if that makes me a soft person or if that makes me an uncurious person because I'm definitely not. But I just think that there's so much to see here. I'd love to take a train across Canada. That's not in our country, but I love to see the, the, the all the different landscapes and, and, and cultures that Canada has to offer. Quite frankly, and quite and also in the meantime, there's going to be something out the window that's constantly changing. So, you fly across an ocean for 18 hours. Um, tell you what, it gets pretty boring, especially if there's a kid kicking the back of your seat, which I can tell you happened coming home from my favorite vacation to Hawaii. So. 
<laughs> well, in, in that case, when kids kicking the back of your seat, you do like kindergarten cop and you turn off a pencil and say, kid, if you don't stop kicking my seat, I'm going to do this to you. <laughs> pencil in half with your thumb, you know. <laughs> um, your, your comment about Canada, I would love to go up to, uh, I have no desire to go to Canada, but if I ever get drugged across the border to Canada, um, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely like to go to Banff and see that clear, like, till with i guess like clear blue lake whatever and mountains and everything mm. that's that's about the only thing i have any desire to do in canada and you know that's about it they're nice people and very that's about it um but i also hear that syria is nice this time of the year <laughs> so if you have any desire to go outside the country you can go there for pretty cheap um, <laughs> I think I think the dollar will go a long way there. Is this? Are we starting a new travel segment on the podcast called Morgan? Uh, Morgan's miserable and reckless, you know, travel. What, what would that be? What do they call those people nowadays? Are they, do, do these things still exist? Travel agents? Is that, is, is you, that you could also go go to China and stare at a big wall. Apparently, you can just hop right across the border in North Korea, and it's not a problem, except for the part where you have to stay in North Korea. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, you, you can check in anytime you want, but you can't ever leave. Yeah. Idiot. Anyways, that's enough of what we've offended Syria and North Korea. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, not too worried. I'm not really I'm concerned not too, about that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not too worried about offending Syria. I don't. I think they even know how to work a podcast. So, <laughs> you don't know how to work an anti-aircraft gun. <laughs> um, so, anyway, that's a, that's a joke from a previous life. Anyways, um, all right. So we talked about family wife or guys trip. We talked about places we want to go overseas. Um, all right. So here's the deal. And I'm glad because I had it in parentheses. Besides St. Louis, that's the big caveat. <laughs> and Logan's never been, and he's still not back. So Logan is the St. Louis of this podcast. Um, <laughs> what is the? And you can just you can tell a story if you want. And you can just answer it. What is the worst city or the worst trip you've ever been? Could be with your family. Could be by yourself. Could be for work. It could be with your new family, aka your kids, and they just vomited all the way home or something. Uh, easy answer. Pretty easy answer, even if you take St. Louis off the board. Philadelphia. I, I like aspects of Philadelphia, but the trip, a trip I took to Philadelphia was not great. So me and Kansas City Brett went on a bachelor trip there one time, and uh, it was not well done. Uh, Brett had some stuff going on for work. I would like actually got sick, not from the trip, but like I think I was just getting sick before we went to the trip, so I ended up being sick on the trip. And then the trip was not well planned out, and it was just a mess. And yeah, gladly not go back to that. Yeah. 
Morgan, do you have an opinion? You want me to go? Um, worst trip I've been on. Um, I had fun in Cincinnati when I went with uh, Rhino on our baseball trip, but shortly after getting there, I ended up having some horrible, like, um, hiccups, like, like hardcore hiccups to the point of like burning. There's nothing I could do to fix. I couldn't enjoy drinking a beer nothing. Um, Never happened again after that, but I don't know what the hell was going on there. Maybe it's just the fact of being in Cincinnati. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it is besides, Ohio. <laughs> besides that, and I guess since shit Lewis is off the board, we can't. That's an obvious given. Um, another city I would never go back to will be uh, Oakland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the shit Lewis of the West Coast. That was a, but that was also like a short-lived, like mini, whatever you want to call it, you know, part of a really cool trip that you know me and Crystal and and, and Rhino and his now wife, um, we all went out for a baseball trip and Napa Valley uh, tour and all that stuff, but we stopped off in Oakland for one baseball game and uh, that's pretty bad area. I can that that ballpark is uh well it's no longer going to be a ballpark after this season, but uh that was pretty bad. It was I would say I would not recommend that to anybody, but I don't have to say it because you know, I kinda of have the opportunity to, to go to it. So <laughs> um be grateful that you don't have to. And also uh yeah, writing writing the BART. In, in in Oakland after hours late night, um, nothing I would not recommend doing. Yeah, I think they made a whole movie about that with Jamie Fox <laughs> and Tom Cruise. Forget what that movie is called. This is Cla- Cla- um, two thousand five. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I know when you talk about. Uh, yeah. Tom Cruise and his frosted, spiked up, slick back hair, and Jimmy Jimmy Fox was the cab driver. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> All right. So I thought long and hard about this because I've had some pretty bad trips. Um, Houston wasn't one of my favorite cities to go to, but I can see that. But. I made it work. I was there for two weeks for work and I was there multiple times. I actually got a parking ticket in Houston because of a work trip and I had to pay that off. It got expensed, but still a pain in the ass. Um, not my favorite airport, not my favorite town, not my favorite ghetto to drive through to get to the airport. Uh, but Houston was all right. I saw an a- ALCS game there. Um, I was going through a period where I was trying to figure out some stuff about myself and I kind of learned a decent bit about myself. I was staying up late and working out and, and, and you know, Houston was all right. So you say, well, why the hell are you telling us this story? All right, well, let's go across the Gulf. Um, I've had good experiences in New Orleans and I've had horrific, horrific experiences in New Orleans. Um, there was a trip that was down there with some guys and long story short is, 
probably, and I, I'll say this looking back on it, honestly, I, I don't think any of us knew how to properly handle the the volume being turned to 12 the, the way that, that New Orleans <laughs> And and that's not to say that any of us was was better or worse than the other. It's just we all handled it in horrible ways. Um, my body just flat out gave out. Um, there was a period of time where I was using one of the facilities in the bathroom, and there was another gentleman that was on the trip with us using one of the other facilities. And I can tell you, there was only one toilet and one shower. So um, New Orleans sucked that trip. I came home to my then girlfriend, now wife's house, and literally promptly within stepping in the door could not shower fast enough and literally walked my shoes from my feet stepping into her house to the trash can and that was not being dramatic it was because i could not wait to get them off of my feet they were so foul but i would say that the trip um that is the one that stands out for me more than anything else probably is just like the worst when it comes to uh not ever having a good time and i would like to rectify this i have been four times to the city of charlotte in the in the state of north carolina and i've never once had a good time um i went once and there was basically a borderline uh, sexual assault with one of our friends i went another time and there was um, basically a big drunken brawl. I went another time and uh, with a band. And we were kicked out because one of the managers was yelling racist things at one of the members of the band. And then I went a fourth time uh, for work. And unfortunately, I went for work right on the heels of the New Orleans trip I just described. So I got home at 11 o'clock at night, uh, drove to Connecticut, got to Connecticut on a Monday morning. My manager, being from New York, did not know geography and asked me, um, would it be okay if I drove to Charlotte? And I said, well, we are currently in Connecticut. And I, I do have a car here, but if you would like me to drive to Charlotte, um, are, are you going to expense the mileage? Because I don't think the project can withstand that. <laughs> also, I will be there. It's it's Monday afternoon. It's 3 o'clock. I, I left at 8 in the morning. I got here at you know, 2 if you would like me to drive to Charlotte, I, I I will report for work at what, like, you know, 4 p.m. tomorrow after I've had a, a nap. So uh, um, uh, Charlotte, unfortunately, is on top of my list. And you know what sucks is that, like, that's where NASCAR is. And it, it's, it's uh, apparently the Queen City. But quite frankly, anytime I've ever been there, it's full of shitty people. And it's full of shitty banking crap. And uh, I don't understand, you know, a little bit of class and a little bit of heritage. And uh, Charlotte's just basically full of nothing. So I would love to change that around. And maybe someone can offer some advice of what I can do when I go to Charlotte. But the bottom line is every time I've been to Charlotte four times and it's always sucked ass. So, so your vacation in Charlotte, are we still on that? Is that, did I miss anything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much where you left us, right? Is that where your boss is from, Charlotte? Let me guess. <laughs> What's the worst place you've ever been to? You haven't been to St. Louis, so it doesn't count. Biloxi, Mississippi. <laughs> Fair enough. Would you ever go back? Uh, not if I had a choice. 
you would try and rectify it or maybe go with like a wife or a different group of guys? No, I mean, uh, they said all I needed to know when we left one casino and they said there's a a dark bridgeway uh, that's like kind of enclosed or you can take the external stairs. But she said either direction you go, if you don't feel comfortable, turn around and just come back into this casino. I was like, that just encapsulated uh, basically the city of Biloxi. Casinos and meth. Do not go to the uh, casino boomtown. Fair enough. I thought about it's interesting you say that. I thought about putting Vegas in there. Old Vegas sucks. <laughs> Old Vegas is I've never felt so I told you the story about New Orleans. I've never felt like such a shallow trash person in my entire life as when I went to Old Vegas. And then I looked around and I saw all the other people and I was like, oh well, that's why I feel this way. That's old Vegas. That's Fremont Street. But I don't <laughs> probably really love that area. I just whatever. All right. Well, you're back, Logan. You missed all the trips and vacations. And would you take your wife or would you take your kids? So that was good timing by you because you have neither. Yeah, neither. You you do go to Guys Weekend and you were responsible along with the other three members of this uh, conglomerate. Uh, Except for you lost your keys. What's yeah. that? <laughs> What'd you say, Morgan? When I lost Except my keys, where I locked my keys in my car backs and I had to walk around in uh, basketball shorts and barefoot for a half a day for the, the uh, locksmith to get there before the hurricane bro- uh, came in. Oh, your car alarm kept going off all night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you think your car alarm going off was what set the rednecks off shooting their ARs, or do you think it was the air horn? Or do I'm you think go with distinguish? I'm gonna go with the air horn. They probably just thought that somebody was jacking a car and the alarms were going off. The air horn is just <laughs> every five minutes in between an EDM concert. <laughs> it actually might have been the EDM, not the air horn. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that. I'm gonna throw that damn thing in the, in the bay if if. The first time someone getting at three o'clock in the morning, we're like, nope, sorry, not doing this. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be like the episode of The Office where Dwight is annoying Jim with the medicine ball, and he goes, "How much you pay for that?" All right, worth it. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> All right. So, if you haven't heard us talk about guys' weekend, we've got a playlist on Miserable and Reckless playlist on spotify you can go check out um that is literally the playlist that we sometimes when there is an air horn interspersed are playing at a guy's weekend but i asked the guys ahead of time um for whatever it's worth i'm not sure why we were trusted with this but we were trusted with well i know why it was laziness but (laughs) we're we're trusted with the t-shirt design this year so uh I'm sure we'll be happy to come on here and tell you all the miserable and reckless people uh, opinions people have about the t-shirt that we designed this year. Um, and uh, but because we are miserable and reckless, very quick round. What is the worst, not the best, the worst part of buying it? Jump in. Um, when the toilet driver doesn't work. Go ahead. 
but that too. That's all um, I've ever known. <laughs> the worst part? Well, I mean, it really all depends on, you know, the year or, you know, age, but I think a consensus would be uh, the drive home Sunday. Especially in our younger days when we would be up till 3 a.m. having nothing but a blast. Thinking, there's nothing wrong with this. What good, what bad could come of this? <laughs> We're having fun. There's music. There's beers. Oh, God, we just found another. We just found three more floaters. Hell yeah, we got this. Oh, there's some weird wine up above the fridge that, that's <laughs> 50 years old. Nothing bad could go wrong with this. And then there's the seven-hour drive back down to Wilmington. And you're just like, oh, when is it over? Please, God, just no, no more. Especially when the yeah. driver to Wilmington decides to eject and hop in the backseat at the gas station. I don't know which part of that drive was the worst. The, the, the part of having to go through Goldsboro to cut over to 40, or once you're on 40 and it's that 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 long stretch of just vast nothing and you and you know it's nothing and you know no matter what you do then the mile marker is not going to go any faster in fact it feels like it's a longer stretch in between each mile marker but it wasn't nothing that trip if you remember correctly we got stuck in a traffic jam the only traffic jam i've ever been in on 40 oh, i remember that we got, out and out. we got out and hung out on the on the side of the road on 40 that was kind of fun Someone was being medevaced off the highway, so we had to wait for a half hour. At least we were parked next to some girls that were somewhat attractive that were also going to the same place we were going. Shocking. People our age were going to a university. <laughs> hey, we just came back from Guys Weekend. We smell like shit. So uh, you guys want to go to Jerry Allen's later or whatever? Why are you wearing a sleeveless shirt? Are you drinking gin out of a plastic cup, sir? Hey, you guys, I go to Jerry Allen's later. What is, and then you're like, oh my, and then you're like, oh my God, what is that horrible smell? And then Cruz pops his head up to the window. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Why does your dog smell? Oh, well, he was completely dry and fine to go. And then five minutes before it was time to go, he decided to go jump in the, in the disgusting bay. <laughs> my dog has been in the Chesapeake Bay for four days marinating, but you can pet him if you'd like. <laughs> you guys are honor students oh cool um how much time do you so it's sunday and uh i know you guys have class tomorrow would you like to go to jerry allen's <laughs> asking this that. it's like he doesn't pay attention to what we say <laughs> the berries worst part are you guys are gonna say sunday too no <sighs> I can't say the bathrooms like Dustin did because when I the first year I went, the bathroom wasn't working. I had to shit at a food line the first day. Um, <laughs> honestly, like probably just having to find weird sleeping arrangements. Yeah. Whether There's it's outside in your car or in the house. I mean, I've done all three. There's there's a lot of years where you just kind of stumble in like from that last beer. You're like, all right, I can't drink anymore. And unless you just were a regular that always went right to the green room, um, which those are the smart ones who who tapped out a little earlier and got a spot in the green room. Um, everyone else just kind of like grabbed some 
some molded ass pillow off off an outside couch or something, and and found a corner in in uh, somewhere in the house. And I joke with my wife that because of some of the places I've slept at Guys Weekend, and some of the things I've done at Guys Weekend, I felt that I was probably going to be fine during the COVID pandemic. Now, <laughs> it didn't mean I was running around outside without a mask on. It didn't mean I was going outside too much and interacting with my fellow man. It more just meant that if something happened to me, I felt like I was probably in a good position to fight back on account of all those moldy spores and pillows and the floor I slept mm-hmm. on, and the aforementioned wine that we found on top of the fridge. And- Oof. I'm, I'm glad I did not partake in that wine. Oh, my God. Ooh. All right. I would say for... For me, um, and I don't know if people will listen to this or not connected to the guys weekend, but um, I would say for me, and I'm sure you guys are familiar with this, whether it's with me in person or just with, with the four of us in general or whatever. For me, it is guys weekend is an opportunity to connect with people that you haven't seen. And oftentimes those are people that you can see once a year. I, I get that we see each other every week, but that's very few and far between. As you guys know, we have to work very hard to, to a certain extent to keep that going. Um, uh, whether it's via text or just deciding crap that we may not want to decide or prioritizing this with our families, et cetera. Long story short, it is hard to balance trying to connect with people that you haven't seen and learn a little bit about them we're also balancing your want to have a good time and chill out and relax and, and, and know that you have nowhere to be and nothing to do. We're also not having shallow conversations. And as the, it's not that we all hate the aforementioned air horn. We kind of laugh about it, but at the same time, it's really hard to have a conversation at times when people are hammered or just drinking. <laughs> That isn't shallow and isn't like, hey man, catch anything out there on the pier? That's not a whole conversation with somebody about what their year has been like. It's more just you kind of making small guy locker room talk, right? With somebody as you're going to get another beer. And I find that I often get, so the worst part for me is I find that I often get, and maybe it's just me, but I get to the end of the weekend and I may have heard a lot about the Redskins. And I may have heard a lot about politics and I may have heard a lot about NC State's chances of, uh, you know, beating Clemson, which they didn't do. But I don't hear a whole lot about how people are doing. And that may was made apparent for me last year on Wednesday night when I went down. And for whatever it's worth, there was an isolated group of a few people. And we actually sat around and talked about a lot of really deep shit. Um, at the fire and it was the most rewarding thing for me. So in the same way that I'm saying that's the worst part, it doesn't mean it's a bad part. It just is part of the territory and I know going into it, but leading into where I'm going next, the best part for me is when I can have those kind of deep and interesting conversations with people and kind of see where they're at and kind of gauge where they're at. It's really an insight into, into who they are and it allows me to feel more connected to them. Even if I don't see them for another 700 and whatever days or whatever i just hey man like you know how are things going with blah 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 and it's not something it it catches them off guard because they're used to like answering with fine and then they realize like oh yeah i remember i was working through that or whatever 
So that to me is the best part about this experience. And it's why I still go, because to be quite honest with you, driving to Food Lion and having to rent an Airbnb potentially or a pirate ship or whatever the fuck we were looking at <laughs> in the last week or whatever that thing was. And uh, and just, you know, having to uh, worry about touching somebody's, you know, stuff in the house or whatever. It's just, it, it, and, and by stuff, I mean, there's people that live there and it's a whole thing. So the way it started to interrupt, the way it sounded like touches my seven thousand minutes. Only you're talking about wieners. <laughs> in the past, in the past, there have been some, there's been some wiener touching, but it's probably not where you think the wiener should be, especially with the Some some people even get a dirty toe stuck in their mouth. And it's also probably not. Uh, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but I'll just say that sometimes there are imposters that show up and we're like, hey, I think you're using the wrong bathroom because this is a guy's weekend. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so um, I guess what I'm trying to say, going back to it, is that it it can be a We're all learning how to stuff changes and we're all learning how to deal with it. Some of us have been going to this for like 15, 20 years and, 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 and the guys that own the house have probably been going to it for a lot longer with their friends. Um, so we may be coming up on like 25 years. Most people celebrate that in marriage. If we're still doing this 25 years later, it's pretty impressive. But the, of course, the opportunity to do that is sometimes marred by the fact that people are just drinking and smoking and doing whatever to excess. And I'm included in that. So I wish that sometimes we could have a little bit better conversations or a little bit more, uh, a little bit less banter and a little more friendship. But at the same time, yeah, I get it. Makes sense. So my best story would be having the the banter that we had on Wednesday night last year. Besides the sunsets, you guys got anything? Should we close it out with that? I mean, definitely the sunsets there are amazing. Um, that's one of the, as, as you said that, I was like, you know, that's one of the, one of the things I look forward to every year is the, uh, as, uh, as they call it in the, in the movie industry, was it the golden hour? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's some pretty awesome golden hour, um, moments at, uh, at the Bay throughout the years. Um, Definitely the conversations, like you said, the, the relaxation, the rest. Um, you know, years past when we were younger and more spry and, and, and limber, um, you're dizzy bat, you know, fun, fun stuff like that. You know, the, the bongzilla, um, those things are all retired now, but, <laughs> um, Honestly, one of the things I love is, is the road trip up there. Getting there, but that's with most trips is is the getting there is, is the fun part. Whether you're just yourself thinking and listening to music, or you got people in the car with you and you're having a good time. The anticipation of arriving. Yep, and if you get there early enough, you get a tug of forty. Although. I'd, don't know if i'll do that this year i've said it yeah. <clears throat> the last two years have been my first two years 
and I've said it when we were there, I'm glad that I didn't start coming and I'm, I'm younger. So I didn't start coming until the time that I did because I've never been into beer bongs and dizzy bat and all that shit. That's just not been my thing. Beer ball. I'll run the table, but beer bongs and all that. I'm out. Dizzy bat. You run something, run into a, into a screen porch. <laughs> yeah. Dizzy bat is the single most responsible thing, including the weather and rot from taking out the porch. <laughs> Dizzy bat weather rot. <laughs> the porch is gone. Uh, yeah, Morgan, Morgan, you did hit on something that I think is probably appropriate to point out. We already highlighted the podcast. You can find it if you want on the on the Spotify. It is, I don't know when it started, but it it is very important, I feel like, to at least to some people, you guys may disagree. It is very important to roll up with the right music playing. That's that sends your your entrance vibe out there. I, 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 I would definitely be lying if I said that most of the time that I show up, I don't try and frantically search for the right song on a playlist or on the radio while crossing the bridge. There's a bridge to get on the island. And you need to find the right, it, it may not be perfectly curated. Even if it's on the radio though, you're like, this works. To show up and potentially get, you know, a firework shot through your car windows or something like that. <laughs> I think some, some nice Barry Manilow would do the job. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe some Michael Bolton. <laughs> Just go by Mike. <laughs> fire, fire down below, you know, get some good things going. <laughs> There's been lightning storms on a metal roof with a weather van that, that certain people were grabbing onto while they were wet. Yeah, that one, one, once again, you know, um, between the ages of, of 20, 26, 27, and then 32, some of the things that we did, you look back now and you just go, how in the hell um, did somebody not get seriously hurt? There was an there was a experiment with making um, IEDs out of fireworks and burying them in the ground. Somebody played too much Call of Duty Black Ops that year. I think one of the worst things I ever saw was the uh, the water balloon. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. There's the head basketball coach of a Division One program who is a guest, and that's it. That's all I'm going to say. He is a Division One basketball coach. Uh-huh. He has a water balloon cannon slash sling spot slingshot, and uh, it was used with um, prejudice to target. <laughs> individuals at times um there may be individuals sleeping on a raft in the middle of the bay trying to as morgan points out rest and relax but the problem with this individual is that he had rpg accuracy down to a dime yeah (laughs) 
it, see what you, what you mentioned about shooting at stuff like that at the people in the bay while they're laying on a raft. By the time you know the the air and everything, it, it slows down by the time it hits you. This incident, they purposely were aiming one direction and then just immediately yelled you know, shift and completely did like a one not even a 180 like you know, like a 90 degree turn and just snapped it loose and uh who is it they got hit we're not going to put their name on the internet well no we, I, yeah. that's right yeah but um it it was like right to his right to his side no no it hit him somewhere else <laughs> I swear I thought it was in like the side of his, his chest almost. In the bottom side of his chest. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back to wiener talk. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was not cool. It was not cool. And by the way, I would like to point out that for whatever it's worth, that is the only 90 minutes that my brother and all the years I have been. My my little brother, Navy brother, has ever spent a guy's weekend. And he walked out of there like, damn, y'all are effed up. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, when I bring it up to him, I'm like, hey, I'm going on the guy's weekend. He's, he just kind of looks at me and he's like, enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably like, you're still doing that? <laughs> yeah. Well. One of us, um, one of us is mature and has moved on and has, you know, several kids and is raising a family and is you know, <laughs> going to church regularly and helping out in the community. And one of us is going to the, uh, the, uh, you know, the flaccid penis slingshot festival. So. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Click the link in the description of this pod to leave us a voicemail. Any questions, any comments, anything you want to say, we'll respond to you next week. Check out the website miserable-reckless.com for block content merch. This episode of Miserable and Reckless, I'm Logan Tinder with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. We'll see you next time.